Do your Herbert. <laughs> so macular going crazy. Hold on, let me take my headphones off. <laughs> mm, it's time for Jesse to go make his peeps and boobs. That's going to feel so good for Jesse. I haven't seen the paper boy much. Call me. Hello, everybody. Welcome to That Checks Out with Damon and Ted and Herbert. This is Ted. That's Damon. Out there running the board is Herbert. Yeah. No. 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 Correct. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Where are my party people? Party people! That that brings a lot of energy. Down. Yeah. I used it confidently all week. I really did. I used it confidently all week. That will remain a mystery. <laughs> Sausage. Hey. I, gotta... I don't even mind interrupting with Ted's the Ted's job will be the... Just being the board yeah, all day. Collins. Do we even need him? No. So, first thing, I got to tell you about an escape room we did. Okay, good. Don't let me follow up because I have a travel story, but let's hear about right. this escape room. Yeah. Because I know you, you've done quite a few of them. I, I almost went to one by myself this past week. Yeah. Because it's the one I love, the brand, the franchise I love. Yeah. But it was by myself because I was traveling. I'm like, how weird would that be? Hey, guys, um, I'm just a single dude, four, five, six in the 40s. Can I just pop in your uh, escape room and help you guys? Right. Does it? Does anyone else know this guy? No. By the way, I'm gonna take over everything. I can also help in Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> and oh yeah, yeah. We, we we talked about it last week. We went to the Swedish bakery, and you're like, "Is it okay if we go in and be like, hurdy hurdy, work work work?" That's what I was gonna do. Work to work. Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Right, so you're, so anyway, you're, you're in the cafe room. Yeah. So we're getting ready to go to the escape room. Okay. So I, I spell it out. I actually look at my, it's my wife and, and is it Chuck and Miss. Do you just pull people into the bathroom and be like, <laughs> good, good luck. luck. Good luck getting out. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Call it the gas chamber. Good luck getting out. So, but, uh, so no. you want to play a game? So I literally live or die. It's your choice. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. I had I'll back out so you can talk. Go ahead. I, had, I had liver last night. You're going to die. <laughs> I think you're saying it wrong. It's not or. No, it's liver. It's liver die. Liver die. All right. Again, I'm backing out so you can talk. Go ahead. So we're getting ready to go, and we've never done one. And so I literally look at the, <laughs> the family and I go, listen, if you losers hold me down and we don't make it, I'm going to be so pissed. Okay. So I'm giving like the dad pep talk from hell. Did you like turn and look at your family and go, <sighs> yeah. This is it, huh? This is it. All right. That's what I'm working with, huh? Real Oceans 3 here. All right. Good. Good. Even though there's four of you. Yeah. <laughs> so we all know which one you left out. <laughs> so Chuck tells me, he goes, Dad, if it's physical, I got it. He goes, if it's brains, I got it. And then I look at him and I go, and if there's anything mustache related, you got it. <laughs> and this is what he says to me. Hand to God. He goes, if there's any kind of, like any quotes, <laughs> any kind of mustache recognition system, it's going to get an overload when it gets a hold of this. And he points with two fingers. <laughs> Ladies, I've got a mustache. <laughs> So anyway, we're in week five of must, Mustache of Palooza, okay, in my house. It's still fun. But my point is- And nearly invisible. Yeah. So so we did go to the escape room. We get there. Uh, we did it like a circus-based one. So there he goes, there's going to be clowns. I go, what happened to that? I got it. You know? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So we get we get in. Um, I'll spare you the whole, every, every detail, but here's what's, what is funny. There was a little slide. I know Ted's been on one where there's been, you know, like a, a decent drop. This ain't a decent drop. It was probably eight foot long and very, you know, mildly pitched. You slid down it, and you had to, when you had to climb back up it, it, it sucked. Here's the deal. 
You didn't have to climb back up it if you answered one of the clues that you didn't even know was a clue in the room because the door opened up to go back in there. So one of the times my daughter took it upon herself to go hit the question mark for help. Okay. She she goes, she climbs back up the thing, she hits it. The guy slides down the slide head first and he goes, Hey, he goes, uh, he goes, What, what are you stuck on? So I literally look at him <laughs> and I go, I go, this lock. Because I said, I, I've answered it. My wife answered it correctly. My son answered it correctly. I answered it correctly. Lock won't open. This is what he tells like me. The guy, I did, the guy came down the slide. Came down the slide. They're like, are you in here with us? <laughs> I, I, I was waiting Wait. on you to let us Wait. out. Are we over our hours? It's the next group. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're stuck right here. But I hate how they just like, send these tours, like yeah. just one right after another. So, so the guy comes in. The reason he came in is because they could see what we're doing. Oh, yeah. So I'm on this lock for, it, for seven to 10 minutes. If you want to be a voyeur, just. Work for an escape room. Right. It's literally just watching rooms of, that's not it. Yeah. That's wrong. You're freezing. Oh, don't touch that. <laughs> oh, no, no. You want to touch that. Work it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, get out of my escape room. <laughs> you know, the guy's standing next to you. No, I'm not doing that. Do you even work here? No. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. So you're working on a lock. So I'm working on a lock. Work. And like I said, seven to 10 minutes easy, right? And we got everything else we need out of that room, just seven to 10 minutes where we can't get this lock fixed. Or, he comes in, this is what he tells me. He goes, oh, yeah, sometimes that sticks. <laughs> I had the right code in. We yeah. all did. You know what? Sometimes the, the whole purpose of this room doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to tell you that until you get really frustrated, and then I got to shoot down a slide like a hero. <laughs> so so then he proceeds to walk over. On the mirror, it says, uh, you can see in the dark or something like that. I don't really know what that pertains to, so I'm looking for more clues. Maybe in this box, I pull out something, and there's another clue where I need to use that. No, I could use it at any time. I could have walked over to the poster of the uh, whatever, like Lady Genie, and I could have covered her eyes with my hand, and the door that lets you back into the room we were in would have opened up at any time. Instead, we're going up and down a slide. You know, great is that the hinges were like dummy yeah. as the door opens up. <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Well, and, 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 stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. So, so, like I said, it was it was it was good. We ended up beating it with like two three minutes to spare. Well, technically nine. Yeah, nine twelve minutes if you went on yeah. that lock. But uh, but anyway, like I said, we 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 got it. We got it as a family. But yeah, the whole time. And then what's weird is, so when we're getting down to like four or five minutes, my daughter's whole demeanor changes from like, "Hey, we're doing an escape room." To you Game losers, time. yeah, you losers better figure this out because if we don't make it, I'm gonna be pissed. And so she turned into me. Okay, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> We're not wasting time on that. Get over there and check this out. <laughs> so, so we finally get it. We get to the door opens. We're like, okay, cool. You know, so we we feel like we succeeded. But it's the first escape room I've really ever done, and I I did it with my kid. Now I will tell you, I kind of took a back seat. I jumped in on certain things, some puzzles and this and that. But otherwise, I just kind of watched. You know, my, my son and daughter especially worked as a team. They did really good. You're just like. Can I get in that room? We just watch. <laughs> yeah. I just want to watch them do it. Yeah, <laughs> they just see a bunch of shots of me making fun of them. Woo you know, spinning my head, spinning my head next hey, to them. Hey yeah. guys, where are you guys watching from? That seems like a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay extra for that. Are people fighting out there? No. Then I'd like. Can to- I watch my family and other people? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to come out there. Wait, wait, wait. Is there an escape bathroom? What do you got going on on that screen? Oh, you're that one's supposed to be out. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that camera's not supposed to be on. Supposed That's to not be for out. you. Yeah. <laughs> so. So like I said, that was pretty fun. And then the same weekend, we were we were going somewhere else. And um, oh, oh, the Saturday this was on a Sunday, Saturday night. I had taken Miss to the dollar store to get some stuff, and uh, I wanted some nutter butters. So I said, I'm getting nutter butters, right? 
Everyone, stop the business. <laughs> stop the presses. I want nutter butters. Hey, here's my surprise face. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. Damon wants nutter butters. I am shocked. So If there aren't nutter butters in this dollar store, I'm burning it to the... Oh, here they are. <laughs> so here's the deal. The shelf was empty. They were on an end cap. I was so pissed. I had to look. So anyway... Are you Oh, wait. And and secondly, if you're nutter butter, aren't you better than the end cap at the dollar store? I mean, I'm just asking, you know, for a friend. Well, I'm asking. front end cap or back end cap? It was back. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's disrespectful. I was like, the shelf where they're supposed to be, because... I know where the nutter butters belong. Um, they're not there. Excuse me. Excuse me, shopkeep. <laughs> Problem here in the aisle. Uh, Mrs. Olson, could you please come help I, me over here? Yeah. I noticed my peanut-shaped cookies are not here. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I get those, and Miss gets some stuff, and, we, and we're walking past, and they have Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Well, they have these packages of like five, and you can get five packages for four bucks or something like that, right? And I'm like, oh, no, it's five for five. Sorry, five for five. And so then she, so she wanted to get her mom peanut butter cups. Well, the other one that had four regular packages in it, so it had eight cups, was four fifty. I said you can get her twenty five cups for five bucks. For fifty cents more, you can get a buttload of Reese's. <laughs> for fifty bucks more, you can give her diabetes. Okay, so here's where we're at. But anyway, she goes, she goes, yeah. So we did that because she did, the, she did the math in her head. And so we get home. And she tells my wife, she goes, hey, we did this because it's five for five. And she says, we got 25. And she said, instead of getting eight, says, so you got uh, 17 more for 50 cents more. And we thought that was a good deal. And she goes, and you know, I love you because it's a weekend and I'm doing math. Okay. So that's what she says. Because she does not do stuff on the, she, she hates it. We make her do stuff. I, that's why I thought she'd be against the escape room, but she enjoyed it. Fast forward, four of us in the car driving to the escape room the next day. And she says, uh. She says, Mom, remember when I bought you those peanut butter cups like that, you know? And and <laughs> and she's like, yeah, and they're talking about it. And Chuck says something smart ass. And she goes, Chuck, just so you know, 75% of the people in this car do not like you. Okay. I'm just, just fleeing the math this so that's, weekend. That's what she says. That's what Chuck's response. Wow, you're doing math. And it's a weekend, miss. <laughs> that's what he tells her. <laughs> this is, I'm like, it, it's my world. It's what I live in, you know? So I was dying, man. I was dying. Wait, visitor? No. Someone walked by. No, I don't care. He can do whatever he wants to do. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or he can pay for the hour. Either yeah, way, he wants to do it. I like it better when I couldn't see the door. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like it. Being set up. Hey, you guys should switch sides. I meant to tell you that before we started. No, I said it repeatedly. Like, we're on the wrong side. <laughs> totally throwing off our game. Maybe we should. So I'm watching TV. All right. Big shocker. They have what's called this is a real thing. A death row chef. Does he like try to mimic what the people want? Because they're not going to like, I would like food from where I lived in Florida <laughs> yeah. in 1973. <laughs> That's well. think about it. If you were, so say like they have mushrooms that come around like once a year. What are they? I don't know what they're called. Mor morels or something. They're kind of in this area. If I was somebody that was on death row, say in Georgia, I would, and I was going to die in like the wintertime. I'd be like, hold on. I need morel mushrooms. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. because they only come up in like, you know, the summertime. I need morel mushrooms from Illinois under the oak tree. You know? <laughs> so that's that's what I would be doing. My friend Andy left me a note that said, <laughs> if I ever get out. Yeah. <laughs> so so this guy, what he does, honestly, yes, he does. He makes last, me last right meals for people. And here's the deal. The most requested meal. Can you guess what it is? It's very basic. 
steak. It's cool pizza. No, cheeseburger and fries. They need a special chef for that? Well, that, that's my first thought. And when they show him cooking, here's the deal. Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> I want a Frosty. Yeah, I want Wendy's original fries. Yeah. <laughs> I want retro Pepsi. I, I, want, a, I want a McDLT. <laughs> In the container. Yeah, I want to keep the hot side hot. <laughs> and the and cold, cold side, side cold. cold. <laughs> so anyway... He he has cooked for some uh, pretty uh, big people, and this is now they go through. I don't know who he, off this list he cooked for, but they go through. These are three well-known people that died that were put to death. And these are last meals. Timothy McVeigh, he's an Oklahoma bomber, right? I think right. Yeah. So he had two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream, and it says it says why not more? You should eat so much that you turn and look at everyone and say, "Man, I ate so much, I just want to die." That's weird spin to put on but it. But two pints? Two pints. First off, that ain't a lot of ice cream. Yeah, yeah. That ain't a lot of ice cream. Now, I know he wasn't a big guy. I also get it. still. But it's ice if cream. If you're going out. It's ice cream. You know, Look, you're lactose intolerant. If you're going out, you're going to make the whole room suffer. Yeah, because you know- Give me five you know what pints happens when you die. Yeah, yeah. It all comes out. Yeah. Well, unless you're on the battlefield in the Civil War, then it does not. You're not well, allowed I, to die. I, I timed this awkwardly. <laughs> But so Bundy, Ted Bundy, was steak, eggs, and hash browns. I would like to remind myself of that time I went to IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> right after I killed those people right and put them in my yeah, crawl space. Right after those nurses decided it was time to get in my car. Right. Oh, and then the last one is Gacy. This is this is pretty. Uh, Did he cook for all these people, or is this just no, no, no. we're just talking? No, okay. I don't. Like I said, I don't know which ones of these he cooked for. I'm just telling you this. Okay. These are famous last meals from from people that people know their names. Gacy, twelve deep fried shrimp. He could have got them raw. They would have been deep fried shortly after. But I like, anyway, I like four fried chickens and a coke. So a bucket of fried chicken. <laughs> I used it confidently all week. <laughs> and get this, he's like me and you to drive through, <laughs> and a pound of strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> so so listen, I'm eating the strawberries. I'm not eating none of this. The other stuff for my friends. You know, yeah, I would like twelve deep fried shrimp, a bucket of chicken, uh, a bucket of strawberries, um, and a diet coke. Yeah, can you can you deep fry those strawberries? <laughs> a I, diet coke. I'm watching my weight. You're dying in forty five. Some minutes. guy came into where I was working and he was like at the place next door. He's like, Hey, I'm the place next door. Welcome as a welcome. You, you, anyone who wants to come over and eat, I'll get a discount. Okay. So because I'm I'm the person in charge i I went last and i went over there and they're like how many i was like just one he's like oh okay and he's like yeah i'm from next door he's like hey, i'm gonna give everyone a discount i went in there this morning and told people that and i was like i know i was there and he i gave him a place more he's like i would like an iced tea he's like, well, i'm gonna get you a thai iced tea and i'm like no no no. i just want thank i appreciate it i just want a regular iced tea he's like no i'll get you a thai iced tea and i was like no i don't i don't want that i would just rather have a regular iced tea because thai iced tea has dairy in it oh does it yeah and i was like i just want regular iced tea Immediately switches to a language I don't understand. Yells at someone across the restaurant. I never see that guy again. Uh, full bill, no discount. I was like, "Bro, I don't want your drink." So I go back and tell the guy at work the story, and he's like, "Oh man, he was trying to push that Thai iced tea." I mean, like, "Oh, so you set him up, and I'm the one that pushed him over the line." <laughs> You're the fourth guy from that store. I to swear tell me to no God, iced tea. If yeah. I didn't get to pay with this with my company card, I would have been. Like, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you why I'm not mad. Okay. Yeah, I was just like, all right, whatever. Because <laughs> yeah, someone else is paying for this meal. But it, it was just like, and we've learned this lesson somewhat recently where 
If I say no more than twice, I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. Well, but same thing. Thai iced tea, that might be on your uh, death row wish list thing because, yeah. again, people are oh, going to suffer. All the things I've passed up on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like an Aurelio's Super 6. I was going to say, I like an Aurelio's Pizza a la mode. <laughs> it's like, what do you... Put the ice cream right on the pizza, sir. I don't want to waste time. I'd like, a, I'd like a rainbow cone. Yeah. And I from wonder... From Taste of Chicago. I wonder if you get a time limit to eat your dinner or if it's like... They wait you out because I tell you what, I could live for another two, three days. Just, just, just cut, eating. Just cutting real slow. One. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know what's weird though? Two. How many licks does it take, Mr. Owl? <laughs> They're going to throw the switch on three and they go one. Uh, uh, switch. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, was it Oz? It wasn't numerals. It was Oz. Oh, <laughs> I thought I had like nine more. Uh, uh, uh's. <laughs> I wasn't sure. So anyway, to end this, a direct quote from Chef Brian. <laughs> oh, look, I didn't know that's what you did when we're not here, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Found me out. He does podcasts for poor people, and he, and he, he makes last meals for dead people. <laughs> that's what he does. I do the killing. He doesn't pull a switch afterwards. That's probably why. He's like, you want that chicken fresh? Uh, I do my best to prepare it the way they would like it. I got news for you, bro. I bet you ain't getting no complaints on Yelp. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, the chicken was a little dry, and, and the strawberries weren't fresh. They were, I think they were frozen, and they unthought them, you know? I'm, I'm going to need to send these back. <laughs> but, you know what I would do? I would do that, and then I'd be like, there's peas in this. Yeah. Why don't you take this bag and give me some of those that peas? The man it. who said, hey, I know you're using the same shape of pasta in this other dish. <laughs> Does that mean the peas come with it? No. Why would you... Well, I didn't understand that word. That's the pasta shape. I, I told you to understand that word. Why yeah. you gotta be mean about it? Yeah, don't don't call me out on this. I told you I'm Italian. This is awkward. <laughs> one of my buddies had some Jolly Ranchers out, and he says, "I take I take one," and he goes, "Oh, did you try them peach ones?" I go, "Yeah," uh, unknowingly. And he goes, "What?" I go, "I thought I was getting an orange one." He goes, "You can read the wrapper." I go, "Bro, I'm here to eat, not read." <laughs> That's exactly what I told him. It went from my hand to my mouth. <laughs> my eyes did not need any part Look, of it. I might have swallowed the wrapper too. I really don't know. All I'm telling you is I ate one unwillingly. <laughs> so anyway, if you ever meet Chef Brian, okay, <laughs> or Chef Boy RB, I don't know what they call him. Anyway, but Chef Briar D. <laughs> you know what's weird? How ironic that you order fried food. It's like, yeah, uh, ooh, do you guys got a deep fryer? I'll wait while you buy one. Uh, just an air fryer? I guess. Yeah. I'm really not watching my cholesterol anymore. doesn't really matter. You know, <laughs> you get blood work the day before. It seems really like you're wasting this, you know. <laughs> and the doctor's like, I find nothing wrong with you. I think you're going to live another 20 years. Doc, you could not be more wrong. <laughs> doc, know your role. Know your place, Doc. Are you a homeopathic doctor? <laughs> Why don't you rub some dung on me so when they fry me, did I you, stink. Did you not notice the 17 gates you had to go to get <laughs> right, to? right. They patted you down as you were talking to me. Come on, man. <laughs> Can you at least look at your they surroundings? They won't even give you the reflex hammer, doctor. Yeah, right. You had to karate chop my, my knee. Yeah. Why do my reflex matter? Yeah, Am right. I going to dodge the chair? Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, do you strap me in or do I get a chance? Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Is it like like in Star Wars they're shooting the electricity at you? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Use the force, Luke. <laughs> Wait, the fork? I know a lady that died from a spoon. The fork? 
<laughs> so anyway. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> let's let's do a couple fun facts. All right. Oh, hey, this oh. one's good. Oh, hi, I'm Damon. <laughs> Welcome to Fun Facts. <laughs> Love that voice. Still need on the board. Anyway, uh, ants release a chemical signal when they die, indicating to the other ants that they should dispose of the remains. What was it? Hide the body? <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. What happened to Carl? Yeah. Let's you not talk about you it. You're as a human, you walk in, you're like, wait a minute. Wasn't there 117 ants in here a second ago? What happened? Yeah. Where's Carl? <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, guys. Carl? Yeah. So it says a scientist once tested this out. So here we go. Oh, Lord. Okay. I guess this could be a but why as well. Um, by depositing the chemical on a living ant. The, <laughs> oh, dude. Bro, your buddy's going to think you're dead. Okay. <laughs> the other ants then kept carrying the live ant to the graveyard, no matter how much it struggled. No, 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 no. <laughs> Imagine going to a funeral. <laughs> and you just go to the first row and pick the guy up and take him up there. Now, I'm not dead. Just hold on. Uh, I'd like to all welcome you to the memorial service for this guy. This guy. <laughs> but I'm not dead. <laughs> Stop your struggling. Yeah. Doesn't even matter. Don't even struggle. Yeah. Not even worth it. <laughs> There's 4,275 of us. There's one Carl. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy shows up late. What happened to Carl? Where's Carl? Oh, no, Carl shows up late. Hey, guys. Carl? <laughs> yeah. Who did? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Flow, no. <laughs> you guys got overflowia for sure. But, but what's funny is it's like, no matter how much he struggled, yeah. the dude's putting up a fight. You're like, just, just, just let it happen. There's just one guy who's like, hey, guys, I don't, I, don't, I don't think he's dead. Quiet. <laughs> Quiet. We know what we're doing. Yeah. You smell him? He's dead. Okay. <laughs> The one guy, the one, one of the ants picks up three of his legs and just goes on each part of the thorax, just just does the cross the neck. Yeah. Shh. Yeah. Hey, Carl owes me money. You just shut up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I guess that's a real thing. Okay. And a study that somebody what, spent money what, on. What the scientist is like, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if they hide that one. Ooh, they did. That one. That one, yeah. Well, they hid that one too. <laughs> Let's do this about 274 of my times. You know, ever since you got your <laughs> since you got your masters, you've been quite a dick, you know? <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Ultimate power. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Just goes to the anthill every morning, like, all right, boys. <laughs> I decide. Who's my boo? <laughs> <laughs> You're my boo. So Go ahead. Go ahead. Struggle. It doesn't matter. Now this one you might actually I found out through science. <laughs> It Science. doesn't matter. <laughs> Struggle all you want. You know what you do though? Is when you're so say you're talking to some chick at the bar and she doesn't want nothing to do with you. And she turns around, she's talking to another guy. You walk by and you sprinkle some of this on him. Just people just grab this guy and take him outside, throw him in the dumpster. He's gone. He's done. You're like, all right. I keep this. I just keep it with me in my pocket. All right. You might learn something from this one. If you're ever falling or if you're ever in a falling elevator. Lie flat on your back on the floor and cover your face. Lying flat on the floor can help distribute the impact across the body, potentially reducing injuries. Now, they said potentially. And to me, if I put the back of my head on the floor that's about to hit the floor from however many stories up I am, I got to think I'm not going to survive that blow. It's a good point. It's, I, it, and I guess it's like if you're at like a hotel with a five-foot, I mean, five-story hotel, five-foot, five foot, boom. <laughs> 
I get it, but yeah, if you're in like a high rise, you just yeah. might as well. Well, so might as well call Chef Brian and be like, "But here's my. Well, what did you serve me? Why wouldn't it work to lay the other way and put your hand, put your face on your arms, so your arms take the blow, and your arm and your your, you're your right, forehead. your arms are your arms are gonna like have decelerators in them. No, your but, arms aren't gonna go through your face. No, but what I'm saying is, wait, 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 arms. We're part of you. <laughs> Slow down. Don't go through the face. I think I can jump from here. We're okay. But but my point is is the back of my head when I take a blow like that to the back I'm done. You're 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 done. But if you can try to cushion it somehow, you know. Here's the other thing. How fast are you making this decision? Cuz if if say a cable snaps, say something stupid happens. How fast are you making this decision? Because well, you have I think that's the point. You you don't have time in the in the elevator shaft. You might survive it. You have time in the ones you don't survive in. Why does it matter? You know right. what I mean? If you're going 40 some floors, you probably have time to think about it. If you're going 10 or less, it's like, and boom. Yeah. Should and I boom? Or no? <laughs> the ants just come in and drag you out of the elevator. Yeah. This also feels like another thing scientists just pull out of a, like a Mad Libs Rolodex. How, what would happen in an elevator if you laid down with your head to the floor? Yeah. Here's my theory. Ooh, ants were last week. <laughs> now we're murdering humans. That one. His name's Followed Carl. Followed by that one. <laughs> Ultimate power. Yeah. I still like the bird voice better, but that's pretty good. I like that voice. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm David. Yeah, see, I still, I still I prefer get, this voice. Still, still gets me. <laughs> So what, what if I had ultimate power in this voice? <laughs> Dude, if that guy was pulling the trigger, I'd be so pissed. That one. Yeah. Ooh, that one. Now maybe if he's getting picnic baskets, <laughs> I will have that one. <laughs> I choose the ants that die. <laughs> so <laughs> So my point is science. <laughs> When you say science in a bear voice, it just doesn't sound legit <laughs> at all. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. That doesn't feel like science. <laughs> so I have two more fun facts. Uh, and then I have a TCO sells it for you. Can you imagine if the Chicago Bears went that? Bear down, Chicago Bears. <laughs> all right. Go. Look at me. I'm a bear. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm a bear. I better run into your end zone. I catch touchdowns. <laughs> so, yeah. Field goal. <laughs> right. No, I'm going to see, every time I see Staley the bear, I'm going to be like, that's his voice. Hey, uh, can you talk? Because <laughs> you don't sound like a guy. I know what he sound like. <laughs> All right. Japan has popsicles that do not melt. In the aftermath of the 2011 earthquake and tsunami, some experts were trying to salvage strawberry crops that had yet to be completely recovered. They accidentally found that liquid polyphenol extracted from the strawberries could solidify cream. And this led to the kan Kanazawa ice. They retain their shapes even under the heat of a hairdryer. Because I know how many times I've tried to eat a popsicle while trying my hair. This would come in handy. Do they maintain the, sh the shape of the heat of my mouth? Yeah. What's the point of them? Yeah, I don't, I mean, what? It looks like a popsicle. I this get it. It tastes like plastic. Oh, that's just almost a non-melting popsicle. <laughs> Sprinkle something on that guy. We're going to drag him off. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> but, but the point is, do you, have you ever wanted a popsicle so bad where you're like, man, if this melts, I'm just not going to eat it? I think it's the point of a popsicle. Right. I mean, clearly you don't want it to melt before you finish it. Correct. But, you want to enjoy it. But, but you don't want it to not it, melt in your mouth. It, it is. It is for What's all. It, is it an M&M? Yeah. For all intent and purposes, it, it is a... 
a race against time when you eat ice cream or you eat, you know, otherwise it's like, do I want to have soup? If I could turn back, you don't have to share. <laughs> you does don't have not melt. Turns out that the strawberries are good. So, and then does that mean, so that's a chemical in the strawberry. I don't know if that means every one of them is strawberry flavored. No, I've or, seen a strawberry melt. A strawberry melt. Yeah. The, the pie guy at uh, Roadhouse. <laughs> he can make too, this, too long. He can make that some bitch turn into magma. Too long. Too long. I tell you what, if that pie would have been bottomless, like the gumboo, I pre- gumboo. <laughs> Is that a you're, my, you're my boo. Yeah, you're my you're my boo. Um, I probably would have ordered it. But anyway, so that's in Japan. So if you want to order a popsicle, uh, Kanazawa ice. Okay, <laughs> that's a good one. Jerry. Yeah, but why? Now, I here's what I want to put out there. I was going to wait till there was a but why, but if there's not, Jerry put up a new graphic says but why. We'll, we'll put it on uh, our socials. Yeah. If you would like to send us in butt wine, be your own butt wiper. Yeah. <laughs> Please join the butt wiper community and send us in butt wise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but sitting on that like, but sitting on that butt wiper for a whole episode. Okay. First off, on the same level as roughing the pastor. Okay, from the last episode. So, but but I got laughs. Yeah. You you did. I think mine were just so good. People like they couldn't catch their breath. That's probably what yeah, it was. Yeah. That's what I, that's. That's the sound of Mac not being able to catch his breath. The, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Are you disgusted? I'm tired. <laughs> just trying to breathe. I'm just tired there's, of being there's around. There's dunes out here. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of being around. A lot of guys. dunes. <laughs> so here's my last. I, I have four this week. Dropping some pasta. <laughs> so roughing the pastor. Um, a kick in the nut. It doesn't Sometimes say. Sometimes you kick in the nut. It doesn't put an S behind it. Is oh, above is, is above 9,000. We're kicking Lance Armstrong? Yeah. What is DEL of pain? I don't know what DEL is. Can I see it? Yeah, absolutely. Why don't you read it? A kick in the nut is above 9,000 DEL of pain, which is the equivalent of to giving birth to 160 kids or 3,200 bones getting crushed at a time. I say no. Okay. Well, here's what I say. To anybody who ever says you don't know what childbirth feels like, let me tell you what happened to me as a kid. Uh, I do know. Okay. And to say that this is... That kind of pain. They say what the best, the hardest pain to deal with is a femur. Is that right? Is that your upper leg bone? Yeah. Snapping a femur, right? And that's that's worse than childbirth. A <clears throat> delometer is an instrument used to measure pain threshold and pain tolerance. Really? Yeah. Okay. It has been it has been defined as the measurement of pain sensitivity or pain intensity. Oh, so in reality, it's science, and it proves. That a kick in the jump, kick in the right, junk. So last week we killed ants. We, <laughs> week after that we killed people in elevators. Now we're kicking people in nuts. <laughs> you know what though? They, you got to be like surprise them. Yeah. You can't if you brace well, that's, yourself. That's why you don't kick them in the nuts. You don't know which one is coming. Right. <laughs> okay. Is it left or right? Is it left or right? Is it left? Yeah. <laughs> Pie's hot. <laughs> what kind of pie's hot? Hot. hot. Yeah, um, I really like. <laughs> But but to say that it's 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 breaking thirty two hundred bones. No way. No no no. No way. One hundred sixty kids. Uh, maybe. Now for those people that don't have nut or nuts, yeah, who don't realize it, again. We I think we discussed it. It's not a full on kick. That's the worst. It's the, the little yeah, it's, the little glancing blow. You're like, what was? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you have the time grace. to think about it. The yeah. grace. Yeah. Like did something just hit me in the? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one because your stomach leaves it yeah. leaves your body. It literally is like we go with Christ now. <laughs> and it just floats up to heaven. <laughs> and he said, "Amen." <laughs> Wait, where's my? St- oh no! Yeah, that's what happens. You you are you're like that didn't. Oh, and you're just deflated. Why is my stomach in my throat? Yeah, 
It just happens. And again, I know I'll never understand childbirth or how much it hurts. I've got to imagine that is okay. Thirty two hundred Dell more than getting <laughs> getting kicked in the nut. So, well, if it's the left, then at least you're all right. You're okay. You know what I mean? It's all good, right? Well, you are all right at that point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that being said, I'm gonna do TCL salsa for you. TCO of the week. TCO sells it for you. Yeah, sells it for you. We don't have one for that. No. So if you'd like to be a butt wiper and send us uh, TCO sells it for you. (laughs) Is that that, that count? Is that something? If you'd like to be a TCO seller, we got a basement for you. Jerry's got the don't buy this real estate sign for TCO Productions. He's absolutely correct because this is what we're telling you. This is funny. That's why I'm I'm reading this. Oh, no. I've had this for a while. You should have it looked at by a homeopathic doctor. (laughs) Yeah. It's spotted. Uh, false teeth. In parentheses, dentures for people that don't know what they are. False. Yeah. $100 in Saudi Daisy, Tennessee. Ready? I don't think you are. Selling my uncle's full teeth set. Only worn three times. Okay. Now, how old are the teeth? Right. They're 45 years old. He only wore them three times. His wedding, his wife's funeral. And his funeral. We took him out right before we put him in the <laughs> No. No, they didn't take him out. Uh, when he died, here's the next sentence. Did it come with the whole skull? No, the only reason for selling is he owes me money, so I took his teeth. <laughs> hey, guys, can I have a... Can I, can I have a moment with Unc right before we put him in the ground? Real quick. No one look. No one look. Wow, this this uh polygrant polydent poly polygrip that's <laughs> yeah. this polygrip is really strong. But the thing, the next sentence. So you, so now you know I'm you selling. Just, you saw my uncle's teeth. You just see the guy in the, like the guy in the back just rubbing his hands together. Can't wait to get them teeth. Bitch, better have my money. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to get them teeth. Uh, so the only reason for selling is he owes me money, so I took his teeth. Next sentence. Serious inquiries only. <laughs> <laughs> I need at this point. I'm like, I just want my money. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you do with his teeth. <laughs> you can put them in your dog. Like dog run around the neighborhood. I don't care what you do. And it says includes top and bottom. So they put a picture of the teeth next to a ruler, so people can go. I get to measure my jaw and see if it fits in my mouth. <laughs> includes top and bottom. Won't break set. <laughs> how much for just one tooth? <laughs> how much? Huh? If, how much for the gums? You keep so, the teeth. Hundred dollars, right? I got to think these cost three, four, five grand. Okay. And I got to think they were seldomly used because they're in Tennessee. So, That's what I meant. Like, all right. So, yeah. Times. I mean, unless he ate corn on the cob all the time, I don't think he probably put them in. You eat that but, cob of corn? <laughs> cob of corn. <laughs> so, but my point is putting them next to a ruler in the picture to say, hey, this is what they measure. How are you going to get a ruler in your mouth? It's in the middle of the ruler. Yeah. Well, can you imagine going down to your your favorite copy shop, formerly known as Kinkos, <laughs> and be like, "I need this printed to scale. <laughs> I can't have you adjusting the size. I need this printed as is." Yeah. And then you just hold it up. Does this does, does this look all right? <laughs> does this seem to fit my mouth, <laughs> sir? So, sir, there's a ruler in the picture. You could have just held a ruler to your mouth and measured. I I ain't here for measuring. I ain't here for math. I'm here for teeth. If, if I was good at measuring, I'd probably still have teeth. It's a weekend. I don't do math on the weekend. Okay, miss. Whatever. Um, but but again, to actually put in the... It's got to be a joke. Because how do you do... I took my uncle's 
full set of teeth because he owed me money. Uh, uh, that's a hundred dollar joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we can do is a gag. Uncle, Bu <laughs> Uncle Buck's not going to need these teeth no more. Right. Uncle Buck. That's yeah. where you went. He's a famous uncle. <laughs> he is a famous uncle. You are you are correct. He's a very famous uncle. I, mean, I could have gone with Uncle Ben, either from Spider Man or the Rice. <laughs> from yeah. Hey, Uncle Ben's not gonna need him. No. Because the Rice guy and the guy from Spider Man are both dead. Right. Right. Well, then the guy from Rice Aroni, too. He was a San Francisco treat. <laughs> you'd write his eulogy okay uh just to free everyone in the audience will receive a at-home game and a lifetime supply of rice -aroni. <laughs> it's a san francisco treat. one guy will get the rice -aroni guy's teeth <laughs> for a hundred bucks he owes me money <laughs> wait a minute you had rice -aroni money and you still owe me a hundred dollars <laughs> i'm taking those hey, teeth. Th that pasta and rice together that's that's tough <laughs> that that's a break-even business you don't get any profit on that. It's break even. <laughs> I'm keeping lights on and people employed. You settle down. <laughs> so I thought I had two stories in here, but I guess I only put one more in here. Oh, is it weekend? You're not doing math? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, a, it's a Saturday. I don't I do not do math on Saturdays. You hear these Episode on Monday. Two. They yeah. come out. that We record them on Saturday. Science. Science. So let's do, we haven't done one. Let's do one. Let's do it. Let's do a strange story. All right. <laughs> what are <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. But why purr? Hi, I'm Damon. Hi, I'm Damon. <laughs> I'd like you to send in your but why things. <laughs> you could be a butt wiper too. I'm the Charmin Bear. I'm a butt wiper. <laughs> that's when you do the you do oh, the hands you, up. Well, yeah, that's what do, really good to what I'm like. Yeah. Oh, look at me. I'm Damon. <laughs> oh, look at me. Look I'm doing Damon's shirt folding dance as a bear. <laughs> it's amazing. That was a great joke. You got to give me that. It was great. From the laundry room. Come on, man. First you fold the arms, then you fold the back. <laughs> then you stack them up and you put them away. Butt wiper. Oh, no, I picture that. Remember that? Put it in the bag. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bear. Pick it up. Boom, boom. <laughs> I remember that. That cartoon was great. Speaking of cartoons you love, I was listening to Fly in the Wall podcast. Yeah. After you listen to this, listen to that one, but then come back to us. And they were talking to Ed O'Neill. Oh, okay. And yeah. he's like, yeah, my favorite cartoon as a kid was uh, Lambert, the Sheep is Lion. Oh. And I was like, Damon would love this. That is my, fa that, that's my favorite all time single cartoon. Yes. I don't need to shut straight up in your. Uh... Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, here he's married, know, like... married to Sophia Vergara or whatever her name is. So, that yeah. show. Oh, that's not for real? Anyway, so what was your. Uh... <laughs> strange stories. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. I just hit that button. So, yeah, we are doing strange okay, stories. Okay, good. Hi, so, Dave. Belgian Town organizes third. Seagull Screech Imitation Contest. <laughs> I know. That's that's I what to. I that's how I felt when I read yeah, it too. I want to, but I won't. Screech too soon? <laughs> what? What are we doing? <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> Was he saved by the bell? <laughs> no, he wasn't. Okay. So anyway. It's all right. <laughs> so it says nobody likes seagulls, otherwise known as flying rats, but that's a disservice to rats, because at least rats can be cute. I've never seen a cute rat, so I don't think that's true. But it, this next sentence I do agree with. Seagulls are borderline psychotic, filthy, and will swoop down and steal your fries or ice cream. From your mouth. Yeah, two very oddly specific things. <laughs> French fries and ice cream. I feel like this guy's been eating fries and ice cream around yeah, seagulls. Yeah. I like my beach fries, and I'm going to tell you right now, I can't enjoy them. Uh, Chef Brian? 
I would like beach fries <laughs> and beach ice cream. <laughs> you're in the prison. You're in Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> you're eating your last meal of beach fries and beach ice cream. Seagull. <laughs> Where? Where did that come from? <laughs> you know they're borderline psychotic, right? <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for years. <laughs> you just see a feather arm come out of the cell next to him. Yes, he does all my work for me. <laughs> what are you, the falcon? I was just going to say. The seagull <laughs> I'm the falcon. <laughs> it wasn't it's a falcon. It's just a falcon wearing his, like a seagull like hat. <laughs> We've practiced for this, Seamus. <laughs> so it says, that's without even mentioning the awful, awful noise they make. They are correct. Yet despite all this, a Belgian town has decided to honor the birds with the third annual seagull. Now, Okay, listen. We've done the the fat guy run. Yeah, what three the, times? Third annual. Third annual. Okay, I still think what we do is more entertaining than watching a bunch of people from Belgium. Uh shrill. Yeah, uh, shrill. Yeah, shrill. I don't know. I mean, but it says uh, the third. Oh God, it's got a title: European Gull Screeching Camp Championship. So the EGSC. So they okay. just pick whichever one pisses them off the most. <laughs> you win. You're so, a winner. Took place on April 23rd in a coastal corner of Belgium. Uh, it wasn't yeah, a, they had to put it out <clears throat> in the corner. because It wasn't as small of an event as you might think. Instead of a couple of weirdos screeching into a microphone, around 50 people showed up trying their skills. I don't. That still seems small. Yeah. Contestants, both first-timers... Uh, Oh, the contestants included both first-timers and seasoned goal-screaming veterans. <laughs> this guy's a natural. <laughs> How are you a veteran when this is the third annual? Does this mean you've been to the other two? Is, is, is Aircule Parrot going to be here this year? <laughs> He's my favorite. Oh, there he is. Aircule. Aircule. <laughs> Over here. Do, do, do a little screech for me, Aircule. Oh, my God. I'm going to read this, but I don't know how I'm going to keep a straight face. Scientifically judged is the next headline. <laughs> we are in the wrong business. Yeah. <laughs> Gull screeching is apparently not an activity to be taken lightly. According to the championship website, it's not an art. It's science. <laughs> and you know, these are Belgian slash French birds that are just sitting off to the side with their cigarettes. Like, look at these fools. Yeah. <laughs> they just mock us. It is, it is absolutely. Ooh, fries. Yeah. <laughs> Beach fries. <laughs> uh, over here, we call them palm frites. <laughs> Palm Fritz, everybody. What's the uh, what's the uh, uh, the one where you put gravy on them? Poutine. Yeah, poutine. Yeah. Any gravy? Cheese curds? <laughs> yeah. Tell me when it's poutine. Uh, scientific. There he is. <laughs> scientific observation <laughs> is requested if you want to imitate the sound of seagulls properly. The organizers state. Wow. Indeed, each contestant's ear-shredding shriek was judged by what Reuters called a quote professional. Five-member jury. In total, they could hand out 100 points. Just see him silently at a table, just looking up, looking down, jotting down stuff. Mostly it's like, please let this end. Right. Yeah. Sweet Jesus, I want to die. I got news for you. I, I would rather watch uh, Ryan Seacrest host this I hope than American Idol, so it doesn't matter. I hope I have a date with Chef Brian later. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hell do my fries keep going? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excuse me, didn't I didn't I order fries? Yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine that you're the winner because you like you do the screech and then you run down and swoop and grab, <laughs> you swoop in and take grab something. fries off the Yeah. That guy's a natural. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's, he's got what it takes, Johnny. He's playing the part. <laughs> says, but the judges weren't listening to how authentically ir- irritating the contestants sounded. That makes up only 75, 75% of the score. Wow. The remaining 15 comes from a participant's behavior. That's right. Well, so it does. They wait, do have to go down. Okay, but hold on. 75% of the score and the remaining 15. We lost that percent somewhere. It's a weekend. <laughs> we it's don't do math. This weekend. That's right. To get the full score, you have to sound like a seagull and act like a seagull. Become a seagull. Apparently, we called this already. We are good. Nobody received a full 100 points. Because there isn't possible. So we, we assume a score that high would have, to be phys- would have to be to physically transform into a bird on the stage. Oh, that's the final 10%? <laughs> if you're not molting, you don't get that last 10%. Um, no one scored a full 100 and someone's like, yeah, because you're only giving us 90%. Yeah. <laughs> did I get 100% of 90? Do yeah. I have that? How did I get 90% of 90? Damn it. Well, I don't, that is, that's even, that's, that's, not, like an, that's like an 83 or something. I don't even know what we're doing. That's an 81. What are, we, yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. Uh, perhaps that's why many participants wore elaborate seagull costumes. This year's overall winner was a 21 year old Dutch architecture student, Jarmo Sluter, who scored 89 points. Wait a minute. Second place went to Belgian Maron, and he has 26 letters in his last name, not going to try, who also received 89 points. How does first place get 89? First off, you're only getting 90%, so... Yeah, but I'm saying, but if you got 89 and he's got 89, how are you first? Um, We can't look like we're playing favorites. Give it to the Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> All the difference in their performance to put Sluter above, we'll be damned if we know. We'll be damned... That's what it says. We'll be damned if we know. And the, Meanwhile... Third place is an actual bird <laughs> that is like, just literally has his wings up in the, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> are you kidding so, me? So look at this next sentence in the juniors category. <laughs> and then in parentheses, of course there's a kids category. Because <laughs> why wouldn't there be, right? I hate these people. <laughs> the winner was a Belgian, Marie Boone. With a score of 87. She only scored two points less than the adults. Okay. Now, let me tell you why this is going to last. Because you got a kid out here that just won something. This is going to mean something. Every year, they're going to keep doing this crap. Everybody, welcome back to the 33rd annual Seagull Screech. We have a returning champion, not from last year, but from 30 years ago. Marie Boone. Marie Boone is back, everybody. (laughs) It is Boone's game to lose. I was going to say, you just hear, sponsored by Boone's Farm, and then you just hear all the, the crowd going, Boone, Boone, Boone. I was Boone. saying Boone's. <laughs> but it says, but why? <laughs> so this going to better, but why? <laughs> we have our first Bud Wiper, everybody. <laughs> why organize a competition about imitating a flying vermin? Well, the answer is pretty simple. No, it's not. <laughs> the organizers There's nothing to do in Belgium. <laughs> the organizers don't think that seagulls are vermin. Gull, quote, girl, gulls are the sound of the sea. When at sea, you always hear the screeching of seagulls. Oh, they are acrobats in the air. You know, you're like, oh, you know, this this is missing something. It's like when I go to a theme park now, I notice I'm missing the smell of everyone smelling like cigarettes. Yeah, right. Like I notice it's missing, but I don't miss it. But I but I do like where it's like, so, so you, you, there you are on the beach or even on, on a cruise, just enjoying. You're like, oh, my God. Everything's so quiet. Everything, you know, you're just like, and then all of a sudden, ah, yeah. you know, you're you know like, what, you know, it's missing a flying rat just under Mach one. 
Yeah. <laughs> Coming in my face while I'm putting food in it. That wants my fries. <laughs> These are my cruise fries. I don't want cruise fries. Leave it. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone, just make sure you take your customer satisfaction survey as you're leaving the ship. Uh, was able to eat all of my fries. <laughs> Zero stars. <laughs> so but all, the next sentence, they're acrobats in the air, giving you the time of your life. A goal screeching brings back good memories. I mean, that was the uh, original genesis of that song. Yeah. Genesis of that song. Because yeah. I've heard the time of my fries. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't finish them all. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Am I right? Yeah. Fourth place, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the competition also aims to improve Siegel's image. <laughs> Wait, at least you're not Doug. Look, man, it's my brand. <laughs> the bird's flying down. It's my brand, okay? You guys are messing with my birds brand. Birds are just up like, what, you just think this is a joke, Boone? Yeah. <laughs> Am I just a joke to you? Well, how am I funny? Am I funny like a bird? Am I funny like a clown? Uh-huh, what? <laughs> One of the reasons they flock to steal food from tourists and beachgoers is their natural food sources are seriously depleted. Okay, then that means you're not meant to live. Okay? Watch this, Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> Survival of the fittest, my ass. <laughs> so, additionally, humans have encroached on seagulls' natural breeding grounds. Okay, I don't care where they bang. I don't want them <laughs> taken by fries. Okay? I'm just being honest with you. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> you leave me my fries, I let you bang in peace. <laughs> Capiche? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if that's the sound of, of seagulls getting railed, that's what, they, <laughs> that's what you hear. Okay? <laughs> and people go, this is great. This is... This is what makes the ocean the ocean. Oh, you're like, no, you got at least 50 people in Belgium. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Marie Boone, you are in the you're in the juniors. We're not making those noises. <laughs> Marie, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's see here. Do they deserve a purpose? Oh my okay, we're gonna do this. Now, let no one accuse us of being seagull sympathizers. But the Gull Screeching Championship did inspire us to find out if these birds are actually good for something. And they do indeed have their niche. Wow. I can't wait to hear this. Since they aren't averse to eat or since they aren't averse to eating garbage and filth, whether natural or man-made, they do play a significant role in keeping our environment clean. Uh, I need a dumpster birds, beach force <laughs> stats. Dumpster birds to beach for everybody. So I could walk three more steps to the can. And throw the stuff in there. <laughs> or I could have flying rats pick it up for me. I could either walk to the can or I could just hurl it at this bird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I could hold it over my head and let him <laughs> take it from me. <laughs> We're going to beat that. Timestamp. Yeah. <laughs> Timestamp. That's Cut exactly. That. Cut that. Exactly what it is. Those are my honest feelings. <laughs> but it says. Well, everybody, we just found out Damon really hates those birds. <laughs> Gulls flocking to garbage dumps eat stuff that otherwise would rot and release methane. And other greenhouse gases. Even oh, it's, their, either, it's either the flying rats or farts. What yeah. you want, everybody? <laughs> Even their poop is important. Disgusting as gold crap and crusted park benches are, their droppings or guano, uh, if you want to be fancy, is a natural fertilizer that contributes to plant health. Uh, I don't know how many plants are grown on a park bench, but uh, do you ever scrape it off and throw it on do a you plant? Know that they originally used bat guano for makeup. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's from a bat's ass. 
Maybe she's just batshit crazy. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, oh, look at me. <laughs> I'm putting bat feces on my face. <laughs> I see your clown makeup and I raise you too batshit crazy. <clears throat> so it says they can save people according to the story of the miracle of the gulls. A flock of seagulls. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, that took a long time. Do you, do you like a flock of seagulls? It took us that long to get there. Yeah. Are you getting paid by the word? You're reading this entire <laughs> I article. I don't know, but I'm just telling I you. I don't know. <laughs> that hit me right there. I like it. Right in the nut? <laughs> yeah. It's like. 160 like, times childbirth. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot of dolls. Yeah, so a flock of seagulls, can't say it enough, saved the crops of Mormon settlers by devouring the locust swarm that threatened their fields. Okay, so they eat trash and bugs. Okay, cool. And Yeah. Hey, now I got, I got news for you. If, let's just say that there were no bugs to eat, okay, and there's no trash to eat, I think they might start eating them crops. <laughs> you know what I mean? You I think thought, the locusts just made them look like heroes? I thought we were going to be next. Yeah. <laughs> and if nothing else... You know those things that eat the fries, can we eat them? <laughs> Here's his closing thoughts. If nothing else, you do have to respect seagulls' adaptability. Despite the recent setbacks, they're doing really well at a time when an ever-increasing number of animals are, is heading towards extinction. And then the last sentence, and I'm not going to read it, but you need to see what it says. If only the birds weren't so GD irritating. Yeah. <laughs> That's the last sentence. So, I'm great if you ended it with just Finn. <laughs> just keep it classy. What was that? <laughs> or, or, or just a fry, just yeah. a floating fry. Listen, they're coming for the fries. Now, what gets me is when they're trying to play this up and say that they're so important for the ecosystem. Look, they they fly around Walmart parking lots. They fly around. Yeah. Any, I mean, well, I mean, you're looking for trash. Yeah. <laughs> It's people to shop there. I know I'm one of them. But anyway, it to me, it's one of those things where it's like you could just pick well, up your own stuff, or you could say, let's let these birds do also, the work for us. I always love it when you're like in the middle of it, like, where's the water? Yeah. How did you get here? Right. Yeah. Mm, it smells like there's trash inwards. Yeah. <laughs> I hear a man lives in Shanahan. <laughs> he does not keep a tidy. You know, he's got I, a big mouth. I bet I, we can grab some fries. I look, I look out in my pool. It's like, ah, and we're like, oh no, eat the fries, <laughs> make some fries, <laughs> make some fries. That's what they're doing there outside. You want fries? Just, you just hear pecs on your on your glass window. It's Morse code. Chef Brian, <laughs> fries please, fries please. Chef Brian, fries please, fries please, fries please, fries please. So, it, it eventually just turns into fries, 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 fries. So, so what did we learn today, Ted? <laughs> We learned that uh, seagulls are GD irritating. Yeah. Uh, we I learned that Miss doesn't do math on the weekends. You are correct. We learned that if you're in an escape room, the best way to hero slide in is just using the slide. <laughs> Cover the eyes correct. of the genie poster. <laughs> and and while the Procchio family with your magic. <laughs> we also learned that if you like to send in the store and be a butt wiper, yes. you can do that too. Uh, live ants that smell like dead ants, no matter how big they struggle. They still get carried off. We also learned that science is just plain dumb. <laughs> and I've learned I'm not going to kick anyone in the nuts ever again. Yes, we learned that apparently men are such wusses that <laughs> kicking them in one nut, <laughs> one testee, is the same as 160 childbirths. I'm calling false. <laughs> and when you're eating your popsicle that doesn't melt in an elevator and it starts crashing, lay yeah. on the floor. Loving an elevator, <laughs> eating a pop, 
plastic popsicles that's going down. <laughs> and if you have a nephew, you owe money to, and you have dentures, and you live you live in uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, uh, I was close. <laughs> but, Same thing. Uh, you may want to put those in your safe. Oh, couple last, of couple of sideways. Last story. Down. I gotta do. I gotta do this. Remember how I told you about nutter butters? Yeah. Okay. My kids love them too. Okay. Those were mine. I'm like, I'm not sharing these. I bought what, everybody else's stuff. Seagulls. Mine. They were. But here's yeah. the deal. I, I hand to God. I get done. I eat like a whole row of them. Right. Small pack. But I eat a whole. Sure. Row. Okay. Yeah. Only like fifteen. 20. Wasn't even the family pack. Right. So anyway, I I eat a row of them. I get done. Chuck goes, ooh. He already ate all his beef jerky we bought him and everything else. He's like, ooh. He comes over and takes them. I'm like, no, there's no more. There's, these are mine. Right? He's like, yeah, whatever. I disappear with them. I come back down. They're like, where did you just go? And they're both looking at me. I went upstairs and I put them in the safe. <laughs> and they said, what? Is and I, I literally told them, I go, I go, they're in the safe. Good luck getting them. He's like, you did not just do I go, they're in the safe. So I literally had Nutter Butters locked away. That I could enjoy whenever I was ready. It was. It was. I've never had. Sometimes I wor- I wonder about the intelligence of your children. Only, <laughs> only because they didn't believe you when you said it at the right, first point. Because right. <laughs> if you would have said I put the nether butters in the safe, I'd be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> checks out. That checks out. Yeah. Wouldn't where even can, question it. Where can they find us, Dad? You can find our nutter butters in the safe. You can find us at thatchecksout.net. All the socials, that checks out. WDT stands for with Damon and Ted. That checks out has been a TCO Productions. Recorded for you here at Audio High Podcasting Studio. Come down and talk to Chef Brian. He can make you your last meal or help you record a podcast. Jerry's been with us in Video Village. We'll catch you next time. Don't forget our song, Cool Dads, video on YouTube, music itself on all of the streaming so streaming music things spotify pandora youtube music google music you can put it on your reels on instagram snapchat tiktok facebook have fun with it don't forget send in your ideas become a butt wiper too for damon i'm ted (laughs) we'll catch you next time it sounds like an advanced beer (laughs) never mind